if I could turn back time. Welcome to this week's episode of Bean Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined per usual by Scott the Gooch Kraus, the purveyor of jugs himself, pretty much the bad boys of podcasting. How are you, Scott? Sup, Mensch? Wamp, wamp. How have you been, Scott? I've been good. You're good? Yeah. Did you have a good week? Uh, It was fine. Work was okay? Yeah. My, my final days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're ramping up to the end. Yeah, no one cares, but it's happening. All right. Well, I That's care. my life. Tell me about it later. Yeah. I'll swaddle you and hold you near and close to me, and we can talk about it. I need physical support. Scott, you know what we're doing today? Remind me. We're here to taste test some coffees produced by bands in cohorts with beaneries. What's the uh, what's the brewery equivalent? Beaneries? Equivalent for, yeah, beaneries, Ro- right? Roasteries? Roasters. I think our might be able to help us with this. Here to help us do that today is our own in-house bean connoisseur and prior guest to the podcast, Dan Mitchell, a.k.a. Dan Number 1, Stronger, Better, Faster. Dan, how are you? Hey. It's our resident bean man. What's up, man? guys? What's up? <laughs> our resident. Mench, wamp, wamp. Scott, you're correct. Our resident bean man. You get credit for that. That's good. That's a, yeah, that's a Scott original. Bean man. I'll accept it. It's All right. not a term we use, but... um. What, so what do you call Let's them? Let's do it. Why bean, don't we use bean them? bean roasteries, roast beaneries, bean? Yeah, I mean any cafe that roasts their own coffee, you just call it a a roaster, a roastery. Roast, roastery. Mm. Every roaster is a cafe ninety nine percent of the time, but every cafe is not a roaster. Hmm. So goddamn. Just because the place serves coffee doesn't mean they roast that coffee. They could have another place roast their coffee for them. It's not. It's pretty common. Okay. All right. So today we're doing something a little different, uh, boys. We've got three coffees that are licensed by three different artists and or musical projects. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just want them beans. We can't, you can't get enough beans, you know. I would say I'm a bean freak, so I, I can't wait for this, us to dive in. I'm becoming a bean freak. Yeah. I, I drink a lot of coffee. They're in cohoots. Yeah. Cohoots. Yep. Or produced by the band themselves. Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> well, not in these three. Okay. That is a good point, though. It'd be in- interesting to see how much input each band actually gives to develop their own coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are I, they are they there cupping the coffees and like really combining it, or do they just say make a coffee for us and then the they the head roaster just does whatever and they make it look nice, but. I assume that's probably how it is. I assume that's how it is with the beers too, where they just, for the most part, it's like they phone it there's in. There's a roaster that's like, "Hey, try this," and they're like, "Oh, that's good," and then they mm. put the name on it. Yeah. So the band goes up and says, "Hey, make us an IPA." Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Can you put our name on it? Yeah. It's like that's the conversation. Probably. Maybe we don't know, but we have our our buddy Dan here, who is a coffee uh, expert. And uh, can you, uh, can you, you mentioned cupping before. That's something that we're going to be doing on this podcast. Can you go into detail or just briefly discuss what that means? Sure. Yeah. And thanks for calling me an expert. Uh, I've been in coffee. (laughs) Uh, I have a pretty, pretty good extensive background in coffee. It started out of necessity in college. For the longest time, I was more of a tea drinker. 
and then more and more I needed more caffeine. So I started doing coffee. Mm-hmm. And then the more I drank coffee, I was like, oh, like, how do you do really good coffee? And it was like, oh, well, roast yourself, grind it yourself. So in college, I was kind of roasting my own coffee. I remember, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. On a little... Um, like a popcorn Yeah, you roaster. can go to any like Goodwill thrift store, find um, more so the older popcorn machines are better than the really new ones, huh. which okay. is funny because they, they got hotter. So huh. popcorn pops at a lower temperature than coffee like roasts. Oh. So the older ones usually get a little bit hotter and they do better and they're made a little better so they hold up since your coffee takes like 10 to 15 minutes to roast versus popcorn is like a couple minutes yeah so you have that thing at like max temperature for a while Mm -hmm. so they kind of burn out it's interesting you mentioned popcorn because one of the coffees we have today is actually a coffee corn hybrid right and and i and i work in the agricultural industry and that's completely possible yeah certified yeah Mm -hmm. well Uh, that that was confirmed mm mm-hmm Go ahead. It's so, possible, and it's obviously because it's in front of us. It's in front of us, but you don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Mm-mm. To be introduced. That's for damn true. You got to wait. So pretty much my coffee started as necessity, so I was roasting really small amounts at home. I got like a really cheap hand grinder, and I was like hand grinding coffee. And then my first job out of college was more in the technical field, and I got a part-time job at a coffee shop. I worked at Pete's Coffee for about six months in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. That was a great time with some good people. And then and I spent two years, the last two years in Chicago, working for a company, uh, Limitless Coffee and Tea. Right. Started as a barista there, worked up to manager. I did training, equipment setup, kind of the gamut of stuff. I've worked in the kitchen some too. That was like, so a little bit of everything there. Recently moved back to Sacramento and um, upon moving back, Got hitched up with coffee roasting company called the name of Temple Coffee. You married Temple and you I didn't married buy this? Temple Coffee. I feel like I'm married. They're such great people. I would if they propose to me or if they accept my proposal. I would say yes. That would be <laughs> that would be a, a decent proposal. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so Temple Coffee, they've been around for a while now in Sacramento. Anybody from here is probably familiar. They're pretty well known. It's a uh, coffee shop. They have about five locations: four in Sac, one in Davis. It's a respected brand out very here. Very well, yeah. Not sponsored for, by them either for but a good reason. Yeah, they're very, very high quality. Laura Croft would like to raid that temple. That's pretty good. Can't argue that. So I've been with them uh, going on <laughs> f- five, six months now as a production coffee roaster. So if you go to the S and Twenty Ninth Temple uh, for now. I'm there five days a week on their little orange probat. Hell yeah. How's that, roaster. How's that compare to your popcorn thing? Hard to compare. Hard to compare. <laughs> yeah. So the popcorn popper roasts like a third of a cup of coffee uncontrollably. And <laughs> the, the the roaster we have, it's a 15 kilogram probat from the 50s. It's very old. It's mm. refurbished. Um, and it'll do ideally like about 25 pounds of coffee at a time. Hell yeah. And then about mm. 10 to 15 minutes. So it's like 100 pounds an hour. It's the perfect serving size. Yeah. 25 it's a, pounds. It's about what I do in a day. Yeah. I weigh about 25 pounds. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of... So I've done everything a little bit. So Mostly... So I front-loaded a lot of barista and then management training, which made me dive a lot more into like the sciences of coffee. And then roasting gives me like an appreciation for that aspect. So we brought Dan in as our, our dean of the bean. He's our bean. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Dean of the bean. 
Um, I think that's pretty much that was most of it. Yeah. So the last five months at Temple Coffee, bunch of great people. They they semi what would you say semi uh, supplied us today. So they gave us. Oh. They let us borrow all the cupping glasses we have, the cupping spoons. It's an un- graciously okay, unwilling so- or not unwilling, but unknown sponsorship. An un yeah. Well, I asked, I asked and explained why I wanted to borrow. Them. Oh, okay. So they they know it's in support of. Oh. A podcast. Oh, okay. Reviewing I actually, three. That's more than I they were, I told them they were excited if I could borrow them and then they could try them as well. So that was. Before you mentioned that, I actually thought these were yours for some reason. Mm-mm. Mm. I brought everything except the the little cups and the spoons. Mm. And these spoons are very uh, heavy. So heavy duty uh, spoons here. I'm going to clink them into the mic here. Yeah. You can kind of. Here's what one sounds like on a glass. So very, very heavy, very round, notably round, shallow spoons. Perfect for slurping. We've, I think we've completed our demonstration. Yeah. So thank you, Temple, for supporting me as far as being one more step in the direction of my coffee knowledge and experience. Yeah. Been a wonderful five months. Thank you for the glasses and the spoons. And uh, everybody go check out Temple at any of their five locations. Yeah. And then go to the back and check out Dan. And if you go to the SN29th th- Temple, go throw some beans you at can Dan. stand in line for the bathroom and look at my back because I sit and face the opposite way. So I won't see you. And it's very loud, so I probably won't hear you if you try to talk to me either. Hey. But I might. You're facing us uh, right now, but I can tell I can tell the listeners from experience, it's worth the drive to check out the back of Dan. It's a... Based on my front, that back must be nice too. Yeah. Ass so fat you could see it from the front. You asked me about cupping. Yeah, yeah. So before I I talked about my my wonderful background, um, cupping is to coffee just a really specific way and kind of a traditional way to kind of taste a lot of coffees uh, quickly and efficiently. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the easiest preparation to just like taste things side by side yes and it's correct like the most consistent so way to do that you cup coffee um it could be for many different reasons sometimes like when you're in origin so where the coffees come from and they harvest the coffees they'll cup all of them with mm. different roasters that are there that want to buy the coffees right and then they'll taste them all in a line and then see what they want you could also cup coffee in the instance of uh, my work, we cup everything that we roast mm. every day, Monday through Friday, to make sure it all tastes good. So that's a consistency roast. You can also do like, ro- uh, or consistency cupping. That's pretty awesome. You can also do it for like quality cupping as well. So, so how how many times do you cup per day then? Uh, I'll Monday through Friday. I'll usually cup once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the head roaster. And the director All of coffee, once. they set up two cuppings a day. So each shift, there's two shifts of production roasters. Okay. I will <laughs> withhold my opinion on Temple, although I will say it's not negative. I like Temple. It's, really, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually been to Temple. It's really should, good coffee. You should check it out. Or did I have their cold brew there at one time? Is that what you... All the coffee I've shared with you has been Temple coffee. So I think you okay. like it. I think I got kind of fucked up off their cold brew one time. Now that you mentioned That's it. not and a common of any cold brew. Yeah. Went to Scott's mom's for something. If you're sensitive you to cold brew, um, Weird or memory. sensitive to caffeine. I'm pretty sensitive to caffeine. Cold brew, since it's it's extracted over a long period of time, the caffeine content per ounce is 
really high. It's like better for mm. your stomach though, right? It's high, uh, lower it's acidity. Lower acidity, lower bit. Yeah, it's just smoother in every aspect, but stronger. I love it. All right. Um, so kind of getting back on subject. Bring this to a science so, thing. Cupping. It's a really easy, simple, uh, rudimentary form to taste a lot of coffee. It ne- doesn't necessarily result in the best cup of coffee. It's all about like it's we're comparison. talking about. Yeah. yeah. So you'll commonly see in like a public cupping, there'll be anywhere from 30 to 50 cups of coffee all lined up. As, as we kind of do this process, we're going to walk everybody through kind of a cupping and kind of explain as we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll come back to the, the process as we do it. But yeah. That would make more sense. In its simplest form, there's no other way to taste this many coffees at once. If you think of all the different brewing methods, you usually only brew one cup or two cups at a time. Yeah. So tasting multiple, sometimes up to 50 would be really hard. Yeah. And it I makes the most fair. sense for us. We're, yeah. we're doing this three coffees times three people so it makes the most sense for us to do it this way what's what's that one um i'm gonna blink on the word i don't even know if you guys know when people are sensitive to like sounds uh oh a- asmr yeah. asmr yeah do you, you have to do <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of slurping oh yeah so yeah. the way specifically with cupping you do not take pick up a cup and drink from it like you yeah. would a normal should warn beverage yeah. you we have nice uh Stainless steel cupping specific spoons. So yeah, for a cupping, you would just grab a little bit of coffee in the spoon and then you do a slurping motion, which results in a pretty loud noise if you're doing it correctly. The louder, the better usually. We'll we'll do our best. We, our mics are on a swivel. So when we cup, we'll, uh, we'll try Don't to move them. them. All our secrets? Christ. <laughs> well, just trigger warning, there might be slurp noises, but we'll know. do our best. Yeah. So if that doesn't sound like something you're... You're you're ready for then uh, then listen anyway then keep listening because we need you here so so Ian why don't you talk about the coffees here we got so we have Dusty Notes which is a collaboration between Dark Matter Coffee and the Meat Puppets yes. we have Corn Coffee Corn Coffee which isn't in collaboration with anybody yeah that's the one I thought maybe they they had their own little plant or something Corn's own coffee you know. They, it's out of uh, Bakersfield. It's actually a coffee corn hybrid. That's wow. There's beans on those cobs. They have the technology. Is that cob with a K? It is. Huh. Yeah. They and, patented it. And, and it should I mean, be it should be noted that on the uh, the package here, uh, it says corn and then coffee is also with a K. Yes, it is. And it is brewed in Bakersfield, California. Established 1993. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's like when they formed. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, about. It says, uh, because of our passion, we've gotten together with a roaster and handcrafted our very own. So they got okay. together. They uh, got in bed with a roaster dog. That's probably the most it. like hands-on one out of the bunch, I would think. Uh, maybe, only, the, maybe the last one, too. But I don't if know. we were a fly on that wall, we'd smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> beautifully put and then we have valhalla java odin force from java. zach wild collaboration with death wish collaboration with death wish coffee i'm taking credit for that in the edit post wow so much power do you guys follow zach wild on instagram at all 
No. no. Pretty sure I asked you guys that. Zero percent. He's an interesting dude, and he advertises this a lot on there, and they're very strange. Hmm. I like his Instagram. The thing that I think I like the most uh, that Zach Wilde's ever done, he was on an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. That's awesome. He was trying to help. I think it was he was trying to help Shake write a new birthday song. Hmm. Because happy birthday was like copyrighted. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Of course. That's kind of awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. All right. You guys want to get into it? Let's. Uh, yeah, let's let's discuss let's the musical. Uh, okay, yes. Cu- let's cup. You guys ready to cup? Let's cup. 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 One, two, three. Cup. 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 And cup. cup. So for those of you listening, we are on a large table. We got coffee everywhere. It's long. Everything's pretty set up. So what we have going right now, uh, each of us has a glass of pre-measured ground coffee of each coffee that we're going to taste. So everybody has one of each coffee. Correct. And pretty much the way you set up a cupping is you pre-measure everything, all your your beans out in your cup, and you grind it into that cup. So Dan has done us the favor by measuring each individual cup so that everything is consistent, right? Yeah, so all yeah, the, the whole the same amount of weight of grounds. The priority of cupping is to get the same amount of coffee in each thing and the same amount of water in each cup to eliminate any other variable other than the coffees themselves. The preparation is the same, all the measurements are the same. So we should have like a true opinion on our, our uh, preferences. Yeah. That's, that's that's the theory. That's the goal anytime you cup. Yeah. So each glass has a measured amount of coffee. I'm going to take some boiling water and fill each glass to the top. And then we're going to let it sit for about four minutes before we continue. Alrighty. Hell yeah. So while Dan fills up our, our cups, you guys want to talk about each individual band and your kind of background yeah, with give them? Give me your backgrounds of these guys. What are your relationships to these bands? Me first? Yeah. I'm going to just straight off make this short and sweet. I... The Meat Puppets are the only band that I enjoy uh, out of this lineup. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I never really liked Ozzy's like, solo stuff that much, and I didn't really care for Black Label Society. Um, so Zach Wilde's out. I love Aqua Teen Hunger Force, so he's a little bit higher than Corn for me. I think people know that how I feel about Corn, um, despite Ian's uh, wishes. My attempts. And then Meat Puppets uh, have a classic. Meat Puppets 2 is, is a straight up banger it's a classic album uh one of the best they they aren't consistently great but i i really like a lot of their stuff so yeah i i I love the meat puppets nice yeah some some freaky uh punk stuff some like southern punk i will say that meat puppets are bottom of the list for me yeah i figured that's number three yeah uh i mean they've got some cool songs i guess i listen through their material a bit i just don't really like them that much people who are not familiar with meat puppets might actually be familiar with the meat puppets because of uh nirvana unplugged yeah i think that's where a lot of people yeah a lot of people figure a lot of people hear the songs from kurt cobain's uh covers on um nirvana unplugged zach wilde is probably second for me well actually is definitely i don't know why i said probably second he he's a great guitarist. It's not necessarily my style. I've seen some videos of him when he was younger doing some chicken picking, and it was incredible. Chicken picking? Chicken picking? Yeah. Now wait one chicken picking moment. Yep. 
I have n- I, I found the video like three times and I haven't been able to find it since. I need to find it again. He's wait, like 20. Just, wait, like just 22. one chicken picking, finger licking, uh, tough, big dicking. <laughs> <laughs> tough, big dicking. I'll give you one finger licking, chicken picking, tip him a dicking. Charles Dickens. Moment. Uh, he just seems like an interesting dude, and it's cool that he made these. And uh, I don't necessarily always agree with his music, but uh, this is his label cool is stuff. by far the coolest. Uh, Valhalla Java is like coolest name, coolest too. name, an insane looking logo. It's just like a gold Best package. Yeah, it's just all gold and black. It looks awesome. Looks like a black metal cover. Yeah, I will say. Go 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 ahead, Dan. You first. I'll talk about. Did my, I say I was done? I said you're done. Okay, corner my boys. There, I'm done. Fucking happy now? Dan, I'm go. I'm ecstatic. Dan number one, go. Better, faster, stronger Dan here. <laughs> um, You're just doing laps around the kitchen? You came back? I'm in a weird spot with all these bands because... It's a weird uh, mixture. Oh, all these artists. Because, I mean, Zach Wilde is just one guy. Yeah. He's not really a band. Meat Puppets I have no background with other than the Nirvana Live yeah. stuff that I heard. So I appreciate that. That's cool. I listened to them actually for the first time when we were going to set up for this podcast. And I was really surprised because the name is pretty intense and I expected a lot different sound. <laughs> yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, was I had like, the same Puppets, experience like, when I was in high school. I heard Meat Puppets, Corn, and Zach Wilde. I was like, okay, they're all hardcore so I think Meat Puppets is the closest thing to what I would listen to in my current like at my current age and taste in music. Yeah. Um, so they're cool. Corn I have an interesting background because I used to listen to them as like a frustrated teenager. Uh Ian knows this. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you about that. I was like I couldn't remember I if have you actually listened to them. A memory of uh I don't know how did I their their live set at CBGB. We talked about that one time. I yeah, I feel like we watched that up in my parents' bedroom together. Like some, did we? Yeah. I th- see. I my memory is that we watched it separate and then kind of talked about it because I was like, I don't know, I didn't really like, I didn't really like it for some reason. You were like, I thought it was pretty good. I remember talking about it with you. Yeah. So I have okay. that. We might have watched. it. I do have to admit that at a younger age, I did listen to Corn. Mm. I think I had their best of album. Hey, don't be ashamed. Had their best of album, listened to it. And I think at that age of like a frustrated, like young teen. It was time and place. You like, you watch CBGB and he has, I don't remember the lead singer's name, but he had that mic stand. Yeah, The Bitch. It's called The Bitch. And I was like, that's awesome. (laughs) That's, yeah. I had the same moment. That's what it is. I I always forget how, how far CBGB's like declined, like how, how bad it got before they closed. Jesus, Scott. (laughs) <laughs> how so, far they fell and this performance was in 2003 I think they're, so. they're in the new york airport now like god what a really what a waste of a legacy very like legendary new york punk spot so i have to pause we're at about four minutes now so i've introduced the water to each cup you wait about four minutes and now we're going to go around the the ring and we're going to call we're going to break the crust after you pour the water okay. over each coffee kind of a crust kind of forms of a little bit of the grounds on top. Mm-hmm. And when you do what's called break the crust, you're going to push your spoon down into the coffee grounds. Okay. And stir slightly, not aggressively, just a little bit, and then get your nose right up in there mm. and see what see what it smells like. It's All right. It. So let's do that real quick. Okay. I'm going to watch you guys first. 
Okay, I see what's happening. And you want to rinse your your spoon off each time you dip, so you're not getting your coffees mixed up. Okay, right now I just sniffed the dusty notes. It is kind of light. It's a medium roast. Yeah, what is interesting is we so we have the coffee set up light to dark, and each one. So the yeah the the meat puppets is a little bit of more of a medium roast, which is probably what you see a lot in a lot of specialty shops these days. The corn one is a dark roast. It smells lighter than I expected. Yeah, it's on the medium dark side. It's not yeah. like a full dark. Yeah. So, and then you go to the Odin Forest, and, and I, it's like a I, dark, dark. I will say the Odin Forest didn't have much of a aroma for me. It was a little more muted. Mm. I will, I'll say these coffees are visibly discernible in color. Yeah. Yeah. With the dark matter being the medium roast, it is definitely lighter. And Odin Force is definitely the darkest one, which is as it's advertised. I had to take off my sunglasses so I could uh, so see what tell. you're talking about, yeah. All right, so we got a good whiff of each coffee. And now you're going to take both your spoons like we practiced, boys. All that crust we just broke and got a good whiff of, we're going to scoop that off the top. And then scoop it. Maybe do that one by one so that we can each use this little bowl to okay. put you guys, to put it in. So I'll start. Okay, you guys go. Okay, before we we taste these, uh, which ones are you most excited about? Well, I'm I'm actually most in- excited for the Valhalla Java because I think I've heard more about that than any of the other ones. Okay, and then I'm excited for corn coffee because corn are my boys, and it's so fucking weird that they have a goddamn coffee that they put out. Yeah, and then. Uh, Dusty Notes is in third once more. Um, I'm going to say I think I will probably enjoy Dusty Notes more just because I I like that type of roast more, the lighter roasts. I think I'm with you on that. I think I like the more medium, lighter roast. I am fascinated by the other two. I think the other two are way more interesting. The packaging is like crazy for each of them. And just the fact that there's like a corn coffee, like you said, is, is awesome. It's so strange. So... With the background in corn, kind of what I was getting at was I have a different experience with each of these bands. So Meat Puppets, knew nothing about, just listening. I think it's the closest of what I would listen to today of the three. Corn, mm-hmm. I have the interesting background as a young, as a youth. The vivid memories of talking about it with you, Ian, of uh-huh. their their live CBGB performance and just being really into that. Uh, the vivid memory of trying to like show corn to my mom. and how like shocked she was was she shook i was like yeah it's good listen and then i mean corn is (laughs) is not something you just like give give to somebody nonchalantly in retrospect i'm surprised that my parents ever actually let me listen to it yeah it's like goddamn like i don't know if you remember the song they've got a song off their second album that is like the title of the song you can't really pronounce because it's a, a K, capital K, and then a bunch of like signs like you would blur- bleep out a curse word, like the at sign and an exclamation point mm-hmm. and the pound sign. Yes, I said the pound sign and not hashtag. And li- like the song is pretty much just how many fucking cuss words can we put into a song? Like titty balls bitch cunt is like one of the lines in it sort of. Wow. It's aggressive so edgy and that was the song i always had to make sure i skipped if my if the parentals were around yeah that's like something you you hear kids talking about on the playground like dude you hear yeah. that yeah you hear that song that's kind of what that's i mean so tight so so dan uh what are you looking forward to the most here 
from a purely coffee standpoint. Wrapping up my initial thoughts. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, Zach Wild. We, uh, we keep we keep interrupting you. I don't have a a big. I've I think I've heard a lot of his music indirectly. Obviously, with yeah. his was his work with Ozzy Osbourne. So I appreciate all that. Otherwise, I don't have a big real thought about him. So Black like, Label Society. Meat Puppets, I have no background. Zach Wild, indirect background. Corn, direct background that I'm slightly ashamed of. At this point. Oh, no. <laughs> My man. <laughs> no. So I think ICP should step into this. Hmm. Get, get some get into the bean game. Yeah. Get some clown beans. Now, I heard that they came out. I don't know if it was a joke or not, and said, "Oh, surprise everybody! We've been a Christian band all this time." ICP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe they could do that, and then be like, "Guys, these are Christian beans. What's up?" Yeah. Well, one thing I'll say about ICP: uh, you may not enjoy their music, but they are not a gang. I stand in solidarity uh, solidarity with the strugglos. Um, the strugglos. Strugglos. That's good. Jesus. So, uh, and we, struggle. We got your back. Whoop whoop. Your buddies. <laughs> nice. Uh, as far as which coffee I'm excited for, they're all very different, kind of as we've we've explained. Each one's roasted very different. They're all blends, but the Meat Puppets is noticeably a lot lighter. I think that one on smells the light the best to medium me. roast. And I am familiar with the roaster since I spent some time in Chicago. So I'm excited to see. Oh, they're from uh, Chicago? Yeah, Dark Matter is based in Chicago. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty familiar with them. They're well known in Chicago. Um, so that is what i'm excited for otherwise the other two are pretty dark so we'll see how those do but it'll be interesting to see three very different roasts together you were saying that uh that dark roast typically has less of a like subtlety to it less notes like yeah so if i'm speaking extremely generally the more you roast a coffee the more you're going to taste the roasting process versus the like intrinsic flavors you get i see like the flavor compounds and stuff yeah yeah so a lot of those, as you go, because I mean, it's science, you know, science, right? Right. Science, Scott, guys. Scott, you know, science, you are a scientist. Pretty much at each, Loosely. as the roast develops and you're hitting a certain temperature and a certain time. I believe that's the Maillard Different reaction. compounds are, there's a, yeah, there's a Maillard. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't blowing smoke there's out. There's drying Maillard in development phase. Yeah, there's two phases, the yeah. general phases, but within each phase and temperature, specifically certain compounds and certain reactions happen that give it certain flavors right and as you go darker you're either going more time or you're going more heat i used to love the dark mm. but i i'm all about the lighter medium roasts now i i think uh a lot a lot more acidic typically for my yeah because as you roast darker you lose those like yeah. the acidity a lot of the sweetness that all kind of just goes into and i love that more I, roasted I characteristics like, yeah and i like roasted too it just I think I'm I'm appreciating the, the the lighter ones lately, so I'm looking forward to Dusty Notes. Yeah, which is also the name of their new album, Meat Puppets, new album. I so. was surprised. Yeah, when I opened mm-hmm. the bag, I was like, "This is a lot lighter than I expected." Let's do this. Yeah, let's, let's see what they got cooking. <laughs> All right, guys, you want to uh, you want to dig in here? Yeah, let's dig in. Let's, let's start go, with Dusty Notes. Go for a first same sip. order. Let's dip our wicks. First up, boys with some slurps for the listeners. You're going to hear some loud slurpage here. We got Scott and Dan with some deep spoons. I also have a deep spoon. They're going for the dusty notes. I'm about to go for the dusty notes. Boys, give me your thoughts. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely 
It's got some nice acidity. It's not aggressively acidic. It's got some no. good sweetness back notes. That's great. I, I really like that. I think that um, without tasting, I haven't tasted the other ones yet, but it's that's exactly the type of coffee that I like. Yeah. I think I might be right there with you. Yeah. That's really good. I forget the, the exact compound of their blend. I think all these are roughly um, s- South American blends. Um, so they're not going to be super fruity or s- like crazy on the acidic level. Yeah. But they're going to have some good sweetness you should be looking for. It's a good sweetness on that one. Some some more, it's more of like a light, um, like a citrus acidity. It's not like aggressive or yeah. like a dark, um, but it's nice. It's, it not, is, it's not like a berry acidity. It's, no, no, yeah. no, not at all. Let's see what they say about it. The Meat Puppets are a deep font of creativity, a national treasure, living life with no half measures, resilient, diverse, and steeped in their influences. Innovative and submersive. Steeped. The band has inspired musicians and audiences nationwide for decades. We at Dark Matter are stoked to collaborate with them on Dusty Notes, inspired by their new record and our shared ideals. Stoked. They're fucking stoked about it. Uh, their new record wasn't. I, I listened to a little bit of it. I I wasn't like. I thought it was bland. Yeah, it was. It wasn't as bad as I, I was expecting though. So, props. I don't know why better. I was expecting it to be bad, but it was better than some of their first material. I was surprised that some of their Wrong. first material is. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. I I I wasn't digging on that. Wrong. Wrong. They're, do you say? Cool. I think it's wrong. I, I really like their old stuff. I mean, their first album is really, really crazy, but um, the second one is top-notch. This is Oh Me off Meat Puppets 2. Mm-hmm. Meat Puppets 2 is is the... That's the jam. Is it, though? I'm telling you, yes. I'm telling you this is the jam. What do you oh, classify okay. them as? What genre do they fit into? They started out a little bit more punk and th- this album gets kind of punk but i feel like it's kind of like a southern rock punk kind of thing like a southern rock almost country punk kind of huh. thing it's pretty loose yeah pretty because they, they it seems sloppy. like it spans a lot kind yeah of, as you're saying it's hard to pin it down it's as hard i was listening that's kind of what i was feeling like oh is this like a certain thing and then some like violin or something coming in like oh okay yeah so it's, it's, it's a very weird band hard yeah. to classify they got a little grungier later on i think that they started out punk they got a little sloppy rock and then grunge stuff and now they're they're going back to their like country type of roots so people would recognize this from this, nirvana yeah yeah i didn't realize this was actually a meat puppet song i knew the other one was uh, i bet a lot of people didn't yeah, yeah. I, I knew the other one. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the other one on on Nirvana Unplugged? Sing him again to the Fourth of July. This has a cool riff, though. That's this is a cool song. Uh, shit, what's the name of that song? If I saw it, I would know. I just like. Yeah, up on the sun. This song had a pretty cool riff to it. This song's pretty tight. It's a little uh, later period slightly later period yeah i dig this one lake of fire is that the one you're talking lake about? lake of fire that's exactly what i'm talking about and i couldn't even think of it yeah what a dumb bitch cool you're fired you're lake of fired should we taste coffee number two yeah, yeah let's let's, let's go move, into corn. let's move on to corn so make sure you you uh dunk your spoons to rinse off oh yeah any residuals from <laughs> i got try, my own cup try here. hot coffee or hot 
hot uh, uh water okay so your spoon doesn't cool your coffee more very good point all right so this is corn coffee moment of truth all right boys dip your deep spoons Corn Coffee. After almost 25 years of touring, making records, and playing in front of all our amazing fans, parentheses, you, in case we didn't know, one thing has remained a constant in our daily routine. Coffee. The ritual, the brew, the aroma, and most importantly, that very first cup every morning, which sets the tone. is something we look forward to every day. Because of our passion, we've gotten together with a roaster and handcrafted our very own blend of coffee, in, parenth- uh, in quotes, with a capital K, we hope you enjoy, share, and join us in savoring many cups of coffee for years to come. Passion for coffee, huh? Oh, that's probably because they all got sober, or most of them. <laughs> yeah, they had to turn to something. Once there's no drugs or alcohol, you got to enjoy something, huh? <laughs> hey. Specialty coffee. Or, yeah, except, or you know coffee. what? Monkey, uh, I believe, vapes. Monkey, and I think, st- I think he still drinks a little bit, but I don't think he ever really got out of hand the way some of them did. Jonathan Davis got sober after the third album. Fun fact, the first track on that album, when he was recording the vocals, there were like orgies and shit going on in the background. <laughs> For real? Yeah, like in the Scott studio. is not surprised. <laughs> hey. I was you, surprised, actually. You guys ever watch the show Mind Freak? Mind Freak. Oh, um. Chris Angel. So, uh, I, last week I saw a music video. It was Chris Angel doing a theme song for his show i i guess and jonathan davis was in the studio with him what i'm the mind freak oh god something reality (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad it's about right yeah that's probably and jonathan davis is like bobbing his head and stuff it was like a really cringy clip it's probably bad you know what man corn's got some cringy shit man like yeah i'm a fan they got some cool stuff that they do but that was a real time capsule moment yeah. I was watching a clip of Mind Freak like the week before randomly. And it was like When when was this? When was this that they were recording that? And did you see this? Uh it was probably like 2003. I saw it last week. Oh, it's that long ago. It was a while ago. Okay. I don't know when, but hmm. but uh it might have been 2010 for all I know. But he was like he was like levitating in the middle of the desert and he's just like I'm I'm doing the ultimate levitation. There's nothing around me. It's a full open field and like it was so it was so fake. He, they, they had like a, a like a helicopter was like circling him with like footage and like as he got to the top and started levitating, he started screaming. He's like ah, and then this like jet passed over him like right as he was reaching the climax. <laughs> he was about the climax in the air. It looked ah! like it. Yeah, he literally like like his his like crotch was like thrusted out like oh, he was God. like levitating and he's just like oh <laughs> so he was coming and then the right then the jet was just like whoosh. he really is a mind fuck <laughs> yeah what a piece of crap so wait what does the uh, jet have anything to do with it it was just a really cheesy thing that they is did that what like released oh okay it That's was not just, like what released the ragdoll dummy that came back if, down to earth it's like if you had any doubt that it was like real or fake then um that solidified that it was very fake. Huh. Anyway, so what do you guys think about the corn coffee? Well, I'm going to say this. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's okay. It's pretty basic. It's very different. Yeah. 
It's kind of got like dirt notes. Yeah, I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think it's a flavor that I would necessarily go for. It is. I, I think that darker. this one has dusty notes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you get a lot. The darker you go, you get a lot more like chocolate. Yeah. Kind of seems to be the overarching flavor profile you you get. Yeah. It's a little bit drier tasting. It's like a chocolate notes. Chocolate brownie. A little bit drier, type a little bit thing. chocolate yeah. brownie. Like an eighty-five percent cacao. Cacao, yeah. Almost ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Pretty dry cacao. The cocoa leaves. In Nothing this? you really. It's more like a baking chocolate kind of flavor you get in there. Cocaine. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's don't not know super dark, one. but it's, it's not it's, bad. It's on the darker side. I have a feeling that once we get to the Odin Force, we're gonna go back and be like, oh yeah, that wasn't so dark. <laughs> yeah, I I like it, but when I compare it, going from the dusty notes to this, I will say the dusty notes is like noticeably way better. Yeah. I think better as well. Yeah. I think it's so way better. Generally, as you're roasting darker, you lose a lot of the complexity. So it is more of uh, all the nuances kind of get baked away and you get kind of a very solo note of mm-hmm. chocolate. Mm. Nuance. So, so it's analogous because like corn pr- probably produces a lot more coffee, but uh, meat pup is, is like smaller batch, but way better quality. I don't know if it's better quality. Hard to say. Since they don't list the roaster that they worked with. You fucking dickhead. Corn, corn didn't list their <laughs> you roaster. You just said you liked it better. Um, no, I didn't. The corn one? No, the the Meat Puppets one. Dark Matter is... Yeah, but I'm a, defending my boys. Dark Matter is You're a changing well your known. opinion just to defend corn. Yeah, the coffee okay. K. You're a shill. Corn shill. <laughs> Are we ready to... Uh, yeah, let's... Uh, to let's, try the darkest of the bunch? Let's go... Into Valhalla. O- Valhalla. Odin Force. Java Odin Force. Forged from the volcanic soils of Indonesia and nutrient rich soils of Central and South America, Deathwish Coffee Company presents Valhalla Java Odin Force Blend. This masterful artisan roast has been carefully crafted for the world's most powerful guitarist, Zach Wilde. That's a bold goddamn statement. With maximum flavor and a high caffeine content, this coffee will bring you back from the nights you thought you'd never wake up from. Do you bleed black? That's, uh, Death, I've had Deathwish before. They have their own, like, you can get in supermarkets. They they kind of advertise it as high caffeine. Is it all hardcore? Yeah, it's got like a skull like and crossbones on the, on okay. the cover. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would pair with them. That's cool. Yeah. I would say, um, for the meat puppets, Dark Matter is like a pretty... That's a good fit, I guess is what I'm saying as far as... Yeah. They do a lot of like kind of funky stuff. All of Dark Matter's bags are like really intensely... Mm-hmm. Well, that's of, what I was saying. Kind it's of like, weird. It's like the people's... Well, not the people's coffee, but like like more uh, art artistic, more uh, craft. Yeah. More well, craft. for example, their espresso blend is called Unicorn Blood. Okay. Which is a funny name for... It's like yeah. they don't take themselves super seriously. Right. They, they, they make it interesting and fun on all their bags and all the the way they name all their coffees so that's kind of cool i really like this label the dark the dusty notes it's funky it's funky it's not for everybody but funky i think that's, fresh. that's the point yeah i don't know if i do like the label but i think i agree with your uh label ranking of valhalla java being number one then dusty notes then corn this corn coffee bag it's just green it looks like a folgers or something yeah it looks kind of generic yeah which i kind of like like i i I want to live in a world where that's like next to the Folgers in yeah. the supermarket. Yeah. You get the corn. That would be incredible. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. 
Thank you, Scott. I take that. <laughs> I accept you. What do you guys think of this uh, Odin Force? This is like 100% cacao. Yeah. I think it's good. I like it. I think it tastes good. It's very bitter. It is a bit bitter. You get more bitter. Yeah. I mean, 100% cacao is bitter. So yeah. It's definitely the darkest of the three. Um, no real complexity. Not a lot of complexity there. Nope. There's it just no, tastes like burnt. There's no blueberry notes there. There's not a nice... <laughs> No tobacco. Like orange peel citrus. Nope. Would you say it has maximum flavor? Yeah. Maximum. It's the, the strongest flavored. You mentioned caffeine before. That's like kind of a common misconception between. That darker beers are more caffeinated or stronger beers are more Dark, caffeinated. Darker coffees. Caffeinated? Darker coffees are yeah. more caffeinated and so stronger coffees are more caffeinated. I, I heard the opposite. That's kind of a complex issue. Okay. So if you're thinking, a lot of people think that a light roast has more caffeine because it's roasted less. So they think that the caffeine gets cooked away. Uh huh. And then a lot of people think that since dark roasted coffee is so strong in flavor, that there's more caffeine. So people, there's huh. people on each side thinking that they have the most caffeine. Well, it's like uh, and really beer, same same thing. Like well, yeah, I mean same. it's like anything. You think it? They fight over caffeine. They're they're both. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad argument for either one. Uh, scientifically, it's it's not a really big fluctuation okay. between either one. If you're looking at maybe a few grams here or there of caffeine, but you won't really notice it. A lot of it's more, I think it's more of just people thinking, like, I'm getting more caffeine, so you feel more like, ah. So, from my understanding, like, caffeine's pretty easy to, like, isolate. Do you think it's possible that they added caffeine to the beans? I doubt it. Synthetically? Okay. Yeah, that would be... I mean, it's possible, but yeah, yeah I, I doubt that you would... Yeah. I think that just since it tastes so strong, you can... They think it's... Yeah. Okay. The only other argument is... So, as you roast coffee longer, the weight goes down, so the water content mm -hmm. of the beans drops. Okay. So, if you are dosing your coffee based on weight, you would have to use more dark roasted coffee to get to your goal weight. Does that make sense? And you'd use less light roasted coffee. Less beans. Okay. Less beans. So, that's one way you could get more caffeine in a dark roast if you just have to use more beans to get to your weight. Okay. But it's huh. it's really, it's like picking picking pennies on the ground. It's not... Okay. Yeah, because to me, it's like when you start drinking beer and you're like, oh, man, Guinness is so strong. <laughs> and then it's like you you find out. I never out, thought that. You, well, people I said, never I remember that. people saying that. Okay? Did people think that, Scott? People thought people are dumb, okay? And then they, <laughs> they were, you know, but if you like look at the label, it's like the least alcohol. It's like 4.5. Yeah, it's like less than yours. Yeah. Cause just because it's dark, people are like, oh, yeah, it's like a steak. I associate darker beers with being lower alcohol content. Well, that's not true either. Yeah. I uh, mean, not always, but you can get a, generally a 10% dark beer. You can get you a 10% triple IPA. It's, yeah, I said you get 20% lager. I associate it with being. You can get a, a 50%. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <can't>. whiskey. 99%. <laughs> <That's> a 99% <laughs> alcohol beverage. Yeah. On cranberry, please. I think it's Ever mostly clear. perception. Yeah. So, all right. So I think we've uh, we've gone through the gambit. Um, you guys want to run through each one by one? Yeah. Let's take a moment to kind of uh, go back, revisit, get some sips in. Slurp. 
flavor really changes yeah. after you're done with all three. Yeah, and the more coffee cools, the more you're going to taste a lot of those things you weren't tasting before. Yeah, kind the, the corn one tastes completely different for me than if, it did um, before. You drink like an ice cold beer, a lot of those notes are kind of cooling your palate off and you're not really tasting it. Mm. Same thing with really hot beverages. You're not tasting everything you could. So mm. everything should be drunk at room temperature. Not necessarily. It's whatever temperature you enjoy. But okay. It is interesting to see just that as it cools, you're going to taste a little bit different things here and there um, and just be able to really savor it more. Going back to the corn, it does. It has a little bit of something in the back note. Yeah. A little bit. I, I didn't catch it when we went straight from the dusty notes. Yeah. But coming, coming back, back from Valhalla, the Odin Force, getting blasted with that 100% yeah. cacao. I was going back and, you know, I'm. We went all the way into Valhalla, which is just like one note. It's just like pure bitterness and like chocolateness. Yeah. And then you go back to to corn, and there's like a little bit more acidity than I realized at the beginning. So yeah. it's kind of an interesting progression. I think it it makes a lot of logical sense. I think my my opinion will be very like based on just the roast in this example. Yeah. Safe to say, they're all they're all blends of similar origin to to some degree to be able to be comparable. Yeah, it's not like one is only uh, African blend and one is only like a Guatemala blend. They're all kind of yeah dipping a little bit into each wheelhouse. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the the Valhalla said like what two or three different company countries, right? Uh, Indonesia and Central South America. So yeah. Didn't really say specifically where in any of those, but yeah, they're just saying they they picked the couple and... I'm assuming Zach Wilde uh, traveled to each of them individually. I'm sure he went to Origin and, and picked out the, the specific, yeah. Yeah. He did a full he, cupping table of each one. He trekked, <laughs> he trekked by foot into Indonesia. Hit it, Mr. Wilde. And then he uh, he he let go of his eagle to He's, harvest the, the berries. He tapped his guitar fretboard the whole way. <laughs> yeah. He was like... The Moses of coffee. Chicken picked it. Moses of shred. I wanted to ask you guys something. What did you guys think of Children of the Corn, the collaboration with Ice Cube? So yeah, you made you made us listen to this in preparation. Uh, All right. I didn't make you do shit. I didn't listen to that. Sorry. I don't know. This is really... You can. Yeah, this, this is, is on the really playlist. weird. I, this song really shit. weirded me out. It's very strange, and the lyrics are just bad it's it's supposed to be from the perspective of an angsty teen kid who's the name is bad everything about this is bad children i knew you were gonna really dislike it i dug it when i was a kid but now listening back to this is so dated it does not hold up i'm just really disappointed in ice cube i mean he's done plenty of things to disappoint me but <laughs> I, this this is just like too far i mean like are we there yet i would i would I would take three. I would watch that three times before I listen to this again. Damn. Yeah, it was odd to me that uh, Ice Cube collaborated with Corn, and then it was odd for you that Nas uh, collaborated with Corn. They've had a lot of rap collaborations. It's weird. Corn's discography is just like an endless source of disappointment for me. That's not true, because you haven't heard their entire discography. Did you listen to this song? I can't Let's take get this any party more. started. <laughs> I did. This song makes me want to break shit. This song gets me really pumped up. This is one that it's I got that, that all... classic uh, single note, little single note. Bing, bong, 
That's three notes. Yeah, yeah but like, they're not chords, okay? The, no my point is they're not chords. No, they play power chords, and then they turn off the distortion and play some... They do like little twiggy... They twiggy, yeah. Little twiggy note. That's a good way to put twiggy it. Twiggy note. Twiggy. They get twiggy. They get twiggy with it. <laughs> Getting twiggy with it. Yeah, I was. I will say it's probably their best. That's off their what I think is their best album. Okay. So if that was the best on the list for you, then that's the album. Maybe I'll find something that you'll at least be like, you know what? That is kind of cool. I'll give you that. That's all I'm trying to get out of you. Okay. Well. Yeah, it's not it's not awful. So what uh what are you guys' thoughts this time around? You guys want to give a final ranking? Let's do a ranking and a rating. How about okay. that? Okay. Dan, go ahead and give us your thoughts as our in-house beanosaur. The beanman. My The bean My beanosaur thoughts. Beanie Dan. Uh may or may not be surprising. Yeah. Pretty much ranking these in order of of roast intensity. Yeah. So light to dark. Is the way I'm gonna call it. So, so dusty notes number one. Dusty notes number one. Corn. The corn coffee number two, and the Valhalla Java number three. So, Ian, you bought uh, the corn one. You bought all of these. It's correct. Um, was there a different roast? It says dark roast on the corn one. Is there only one? Variety? Yeah, that's all they have. It was either okay. whole bean or ground. Okay, they're all dark roast. Yeah. Okay, so um, sh- we'll just go around with. Well, you know, actually, oh, what's the yeah? Let's rate. Let's rate them too. So I ranked. What's the rating we're gonna do? Here? Rating. Yeah, let's rate. Let's rate them all. And rate. Let's just go buck wild. Of one to ten. Let's uh, let's do. Bean. Out of how many Norse gods? Yeah. In relation to Valhalla. So we're we're basing the rating system off of us off, off of, of just one. The one. Christ, how many fucking. This was my idea. I'm sorry. Bean on the cobs and Norse gods and how, how many uh, dirty how, notes? Okay, yeah. How many how many beanie meat corns do you? Uh, how many how, how many god godly beanie? Meat, Scott, meat this corns? fucking sucks. <laughs> this is a horrible. We could do so much better. What could we do? Uh, what? So they're all coffee. How many dank slurps you give these? There you go. That's better. So so we'll we'll do our rating out of dank slurps. So uh, Dan, you ranked them already. I'll I'll have you start with the Valhalla Java. How many dank slurps you give that? Let me. Well, let me go the opposite. Let me go the okay. way of my. So you want to go? Da- okay. Are you want me to go up? Does that make more sense? So yeah, I, I feel like that's All more right. dramatic. So I'll go for yeah three to one. So your lowest Valhalla to highest. Valhalla being my my least favorite. Yeah. Uh, the number of dank slurps for the Valhalla Java number. So, so 10 dank slurps is 10 out of 10, like is, a really bright, complex, balanced acidity, sweetness, like everything you'd want in a cup of coffee. That's a, like a one is that's something that the gods would drink something. Yeah. Perfect for the gods of Valhalla. Yes. Uh, a one being something I wouldn't drink. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so for the Valhalla Java, I'm going to go ahead and do three dank slurps. Wow. Three dank three slurps. Three out of ten. Three okay. out of ten. So It's very intense. If I was served it at like a diner, I would drink it, probably add some cream. Okay. And it would. I would probably have a couple cups and it'd be all right. Hmm. Wow. It's a very low rating. What about the corn? Corn coffee. Dank slurps. I'll give that a four. 
because there is a little bit of complexity on the back end, but it wasn't super noticeable. There wasn't a lot of sweetness. Um, there, yeah, the complexity was barely there. Mostly just a dark blend, so that'll be a four. All right. Something again that I'd probably get from like a, a neighborhood diner and add some cream. That's the cream is the kiss of death. What about dusty notes? How many danky slurps you give that? Dusty notes. Danky Kong slurp. Yeah, I think it was easily by far my favorite, just in the fact that it is a uh, more of a medium roast. It did have some complexity to it, some fruit notes. It had really nice sweetness. Um, I'd probably give it. I don't know if you'd be surprised. Maybe like a a five and a half. Danky Kong Whoa. slurps. Okay. Damn. So That's none of low. these none of these are pretty good in your eyes. Well, they're all like okay. Ten, 10 is, I'll give it a six. How about that? Okay. I mean, Go you up to do whatever six. you want. Like, what would be a nine for you? Ten. Well, ten is coffee for the gods, is a coffee that perfects every. Right. Your, yeah. Does that exist? Have you had that before as a beanman? Yeah. I, oh, no. I've had some like nine, nine and a halfs. Yeah. You, have you ascended? <laughs> I've not ascended. No. Bean Nirvana? Have you ever reached Bean Nirvana? No. I'm still, that's why I'm still aspiring to get. To get better and experience. Okay. You got to beat the Beanie Llama and... Uh, Bean Fuchsia, say. But to reach Bean Nirvana. Six by no means... I, I guess to me, things? Six seems what? low, but it's not... Yeah. I don't, I don't want to brag that I'm some like hoity-toity, but... The, no, the best, you, you have the most... Re- standard is... You have the most uh, refined palate out of us, uh, so... That tells me that the best coffee you've ever had is probably around like an eight... Well, yeah. he already well, said, like, based nines. on your, yeah, you've he, had some nines. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But a lot of, I've had a lot of eights. Okay. Consistently, Temple Coffee, we serve eights and eights and nines. Okay. So, and they're not paying us to say that, although they're paying you yeah, a living wage. Yeah, if I were to say, on average, I mean, and they have a very high standard of the coffee they're going to source and serve, and yeah, it's in that range. And if you were to say that they get as close to 10 as anyone can, then they'll have to give you a raise. Yeah. Are you okay. listening, Temple? No. Yeah. They're not listening. Are you listening to us, Temple Coffee? Do you even listen? Do you even Sacramento shit? <laughs> but Dusty Notes was good. I would, I would of the three, I would drink that yeah. again. I'd brew that. It's, uh, it would be a great like breakfast blend coffee, something you have in the morning, have mm-hmm. a couple cups of, and... It's sweet, not too complex, not too acidic. Uh, it's very approachable. I would do it again. Cool. Okay. So six. Also, so the more I get up, the more like intense flavors you may add, which mm-hmm. you wouldn't have like a bunch of something super intense. Like if you're comparing to beer, like a double IPA is really, really strong. It's like really intense flavors. You wouldn't drink like four. Yeah. Because your palate gets kind of tired. Right. You know? As soon as you drink an IPA, you don't want to go back to a lager. So it's it's a little bit similar. Okay. But yeah. six, What's, it's yeah. a pretty good coffee. I, cool. would, I would do it again. Fair. You want to go next or you want me to go next, Ian? You go next. Okay. I'm ranking mine exactly the same as Dan. So I'm going Valhalla, Corn, Dusty Notes, Meat Puppets. It, just same same reason. I feel like Valhalla was just like one note. It was, And I actually liked it. The first time I drank it, it caught, it was like so overwhelmingly bitter. It was like, I, I kind of enjoy that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, if I'm ranking quality, it's just, 
you know, they roasted it a lot more. So it's like, a, is that really something I should commend? Uh, corn coffee had some, had, when I went back to it, it had a little more going on than I realized at first. The first time I, I tried it, I thought it was like straight up Folgers dirt, but, um, <laughs> Folgers dirt, put in the compost bin or something. Not even their coffee. <laughs> yeah. Just, just their bean just, dirt. The dirt they sweep up off the floor in the Folgers factory. Yeah. But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then dusty notes was like really good. So I'm, I'm not as uh, refined as, as Dan. So I'm going to, probably rate mine a lot higher out of dank slurps valhalla java i'm giving that a six because i did like it and i thought it was notable in how burnt tasting it was and i like that so six danky for what it does slurps yeah for what it does it deserves at least six danky kong slurps slurp slurpees um corn i I didn't like it at first, actually. The first time I had it, I, I was like really disappointed with it. But going back to it, I did like it. I'm going to go six and a half. I think there's a little bit more going on there. It's it's a lighter roast, um, but it's still dark roast. I think it's... But there, there's a little little something back there that, that kind of pokes 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 this little head out. A little prairie dog head. Um, <laughs> and stop then, talking about your penis, please. <laughs> Prairie dog is a that's a poop thing. Yeah. It's also a Scott's dick thing. Mm. That's what my dick do. <laughs> and then Dusty Notes is great. I actually would I mean, this was really expensive, right, Ian? That one? Dusty in Notes. particular? Or were they all about the same? They were all pretty similar. I bet they're all expensive. Yeah, yeah. you buy that one might have been online. That one might have been the most expensive. I don't remember. This is like the most I feel like this is the most craft one. Uh, it just looks it, it's got like a shiny I don't know it's got a look to it are you going to complete any sentences <laughs> well it depends if I complete any thoughts um, so in 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 summary uh, I would buy that again I thought it was great and I'm, I'm, I'm not doing the cupping thing before I don't know how good it can get so I'm going to go eight with that one because I thought it was like eight really good. And I think if I put this in my AeroPress, it would like kick ass. Hmm. Eight Danky Kong slurps. Mm-hmm. Slurpees. Funky Kang slurp. Funky Kang slurpees. Um, Hush puppies. Slush puppies. What am I saying? Slut puppies. <laughs> Scott, you want me to go next? There's no one else left. Then I'll go next. All right. My my thoughts on these might actually surprise you guys. The first time through, I agreed with you guys. Dusty Notes was the best, then Corn Coffee, then Valhalla Job. No, I'm lying to you. My first time through, my thoughts were Dusty Notes, then Valhalla Java, then Corn Coffee last. Hmm. Wow. Listeners of the pod might have heard me taking multiple slurps long after you guys did because my taste for these changed drastically throughout this episode. Okay. And what I've concluded is that I think corn coffee is still consistently last for me. Okay. Then Dusty Notes, then Valhalla Java in number one. What the hell? By a margin. Cue the air horn. Yeah, in the slide whistle. 
by just a little bit and what you just said back. by a wide margin by just a no, little bit it said just by a margin he said small uh, margin oh small margin i didn't okay. say any kind of size margin but it's it I, is small I, margin i inserted the the word wide in my brain yeah what if i told you about not putting words in my mouth only when i ask then put it in my mouth between <laughs> between valhalla and dusty notes odin force and dark matter coffee it kind of flip-flopped back and forth. Uh, Dusty Notes is definitely a bit sweeter and has a little bit more going on. Uh, but the Valhalla Java is kind of just to the point, and there's something in that robust flavor that it has that kind of does it for me. And now I'll say this. I'm coming as someone who, as I always come, as someone who drinks shitty Keurig coffee every day at work and have been for a few years. So I'm going to say, honestly, all these are bangers for me. Yeah. These are all good. I, I thought would, they were all would, good too, I, These actually. are all better than what I drink on, on a daily basis. Yeah, if you're getting like a diner coffee or like a workplace coffee, I feel like these are all better. And yeah. It might just be the preparation too. I will say that uh, I, I think that I respect your opinion uh-huh. because... The Valhalla Java is like uniquely burnt. Like it's like uh-huh. it's it's so like, and this can change from yeah. day to day. But it's like if you like this flavor, this does it better than anything else I've ever had. If gotcha. you like the burnt roast, yeah, it's just like the extreme dark. It's notably just intensely burnt. Notably yes. dark. Yeah, it does that so well that you know that could be your favorite coffee. I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't like doubt it. Like, yeah, if someone said, "Oh, Valhalla Java is my favorite," I would. It's like that's fine because that's it's doing what it's doing, the best I've ever had. Right. Um. Yeah, and the the corn coffee. I don't know, man. I was kind of disappointed in that, and I don't know if maybe this just isn't the freshest batch. We had uh, some troubles with shipping. It was a bit of a delay. How long do they delay your shipment? They delayed it a, a few weeks. Okay. Um, they were moving warehouses, and there was a delay in all kinds of in shipment for everybody. So I don't know if this is a more fresh bag that they got after moving warehouses, or if this has just been sitting in a fucking box truck somewhere. So that one was. I mean, it's it's still good. Corn coffee. I'll give. Let's see. Funky Kang Dongs. What's the what's the rating system? Dank slurps is the funky system. dank slurps. Hmm. I'm gonna give that a solid five. I think it's good, but I don't think it meets any sort of necessarily ex uh, extraordinary expectations for me. So it's kind of down the middle. It's not exceptional for you. It's not exceptional for me. Okay. Then I'm gonna go dusty notes, and I think that's pretty damn good. And I think that is shit, man. That might be like an eight for me. If I was a meat puppet, I'd be proud of that. Yeah, that's close to an eight, if not an eight. We'll say that. Yeah. Funky King Dong Slurps. The Slurps. Valhalla Java is like an 8.2. You're getting... In relation to Dusty Notes. Getting to the tenth. Yeah, it's not even like a half above. It's very just barely... And that's more personal preference for me. Yeah. 
if I were to judge it by which one has the most going on and most respectable flavor, Dusty Notes would probably be number one. I think that one is a little more active on your taste buds. That's mm-hmm. what you're going for. Yeah. I think the corn was kind of mundane and the Valhalla Java was straight to the point, as you said, just black coffee at its finest. And hearing hearing your spiel, I think I will say like if it gets cold and like Christmas time, I might I might reach for the Valhalla out uh-huh. of this batch because it's it's the most like roasty and like comforting, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, there's a level of comfort in, in that car. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. And the dusty notes, like I said, man, I could wake up in the morning and say and think I fucked up and think that the dusty notes was better. Well, I'll be drinking more of these, so you know I'll report back and see what happens. We have about seventy-five dollars of coffee here that Ian will be working on for the foreseeable future. A couple so. months. <laughs> you drink coffee slowly in this house. Uh, yeah, we do. But it's because I get free coffee at work, and I just deal with that, and then I just drink these on the weekends. I'll take some off your hands. Yeah. Did I pay for any of these? No. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> I think the biggest the takeaway here <laughs> is. It's hard to compare three very differently roasted coffees. Yeah, it's, and it's really... At the end of the day, we kind of chose based on the roast level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More so than the coffees themselves. But that's just how it goes sometimes. Now, did you guys go more personal preference on how you thought the flavor was or kind of like took factor of like what's going on in each one? Like how Valhalla Java, Dan, you said that it's more one note. You know, some could view that as... Blah, boring. Scott said one note. Yeah. Scott said one note. Scott, you might have cre- said... I get credit for that. Okay, you get credit for that. One note. Would that rank lower because it's boring and be- and maybe it's... I mean, with coffee, can you just like... Can you do anything other than personal preference? I guess. Yeah, I think as far as how I was looking at it, it's, it's kind of a couple different ways. Like, it's a combination. Mm-hmm. It's my personal preference, with which also kind of aligns with how coffee is rated kind gotcha. of and a large like scale professionally so yeah. looking for a complexity sweetness acidity all these things to to grade a, what is a good mm. coffee i might cut that portion out anyway because i'm realizing that was kind of a dumb question <laughs> so you're saying that you like that coffee because you like that coffee <laughs> <laughs> no, not that's because it's interesting. good not because it's good or now, bad wait one chicken pick a minute <laughs> but because you like it you're saying you like it so you like it <laughs> <laughs> so when you drink the coffee do you put it in your mouth <laughs> so what you're telling me is that's amazing <laughs> you liked it so oh, you wait like a minute it, but did you like it because you like it or because you like it did, did you like this coffee because you liked it or because you liked it because i'll tell you that's california well, come here gold. come over here come on. I'm, no i'll walk to you <laughs> well boys Looks like we talked about coffee today. How about we stop? This happened on today's episode of Bean Buddies. Do you guys have any uh, parting words? I do. Go for it. If anybody wants to get a hold of us for any goddamn reason at all, they can contact us at earbuddiespod at gmail.com and earbuddiespod on all other platforms. Boom. And earbuddies on Facebook. Yeah, that counts as a goddamn platform. But you said earbuddiespod. It's just earbuddies on Facebook. Shit. Your buddies on Facebook, your buddies pod on everything else. Oh, yeah. except YouTube. I think YouTube is your buddies <laughs> by itself. <laughs> well, that's all I had to say. You guys. 
Do you have anything you'd like to promote or talk about, Dan, or just say in general? <laughs> when are you working next? That's a wide... <laughs> What's your schedule for the next couple weeks for Just the say listeners? some words, yeah. I guess anybody wants to drop in and say hello. I roast Sunday to Thursday. Okay, if you're so, in the Sacramento area. Easiest way, Tuesday to Thursday, I'm in there in the afternoons. Yep. Hot. He's the, he's the bean man, so if you guys got some beans and you want to throw them at him. If you want to throw beans at a guy that's actively roasting coffee... <laughs> Guy that's the 29th. Guy that's just trying to do his job. Midtown Sacramento. I, if, you want, <laughs> if you want to both wait in line for the bathroom and throw beans at somebody that's trying to... Hey, I say go for it. Effectively roast coffee. If you want to throw stuff at a guy that's trying to do his job, you know where he works. Other than that, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I always hey. enjoy tasting any coffee. I hope I didn't come across as some sort of coffee snob because... Hey, you're our uh, in-house. I try not snob. to be, although I come across as snobbish because I think just in in uh, contrast, we just like we kind of we propped you up to be the snob, so that's that's on us. Yeah, it's okay. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take the bashing. That's all right. Everybody can come bash me at my my place of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody, come throw beans at, at Dan and bash him. Let's get some sweet liability claims set up for Dan. Go bash him in his workplace. Come on, why aren't you bashing Dan? Scott, anything you want to add? What do you got going on? Uh, you can find me, you know, driving around town. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to find me. Uh, and uh, other than that, follow me on Instagram. My name is Scoob Duder. And also I, I uh, manage all the other uh, social media stuff. That's not true. I co I co manage. <laughs> That's fair. And I'll be uh, drinking these coffees. I hope I'm gonna try to steal some coffee for me. And if anybody needs to get a hold of me, I'll be driving around Sacramento doing some stuff, <laughs> going back and forth from my office. Various tasks. Various tasks. Cleaning my house, picking up after mine and my wife's cat. And I am on Instagram at Grand M Flip. If any of y'all want to chat or uh, give me some sweet comments. Send me some pics of those beans. Send me some pics of your beans. As long as they're... God. Let's let's, let's let's end this. <laughs> Everybody out there, check your ditty my. Until next time, this has been Ear Buddies. Goodbye. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies podcast. Bye-bye now.